0: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Um, this is Tanya Reeves. Um, Tanya survives. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Life Empowerment and Survival Ministries, Life Empowerment Zone, and God's Safe Haven for Women and Children. We are a n- nonprofit organization um, who is designed and set up to um, uh, support and provide Um, services to domestic violence survivors. We are in the process of opening. Um, We have not um, gotten our 501c3 yet, but it is in process. Um, We are working on uh, our next event coming up on October the 25th um, at 1 Ten zero 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 South Michigan Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, from three p.m. to eight p.m. It is a small venue, so we do um, need an RSVP. Um, you can email at us at lifeempowermentzone at gmail.com. That is lifeempowermentzone. At gmail.com. That's L I F E M P O W E R M E N T Z O N E at gmail.com. Now, this is our first time ever recording, so please bear with me. I am new to this, um, but the purpose of me creating this podcast is to let everybody know that we are getting ready for business to open up officially to the public. Well, not public. It's a private organization, but we're opening up for business to start so receiving um, victims. Um, we are brand new. Um, however, we've had um, this in the works for quite a few years. Um, just had a couple of um, obstacles going forward but we are ready to go. Now, um, these podcasts will probably be going on um, every Tuesday morning or afternoon, depending on the time, between the hours of 11 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. The podcast will probably last about 30 to 45 minutes. We're just going to be talking to survivors of domestic violence. We're going to be interviewing them, giving them opportunities to give their testimony. Um, We're going to be um, sharing with other organizations like ours, um, just whatever. And we will have topics regarding domestic violence, sexual abuse, child molestation, sex trafficking, and anything that involves Women's safety and children's safety. We'll be talking about marriage, divorce, and relationships Um, and how to repair the family structure. Um, If you have any um, things you would like to talk about, anything that you would like to um, hear about, any information you would like to share, if you have your own organization you would like to um, be interviewed, Um, please feel free to email us. Um, Today's topic will be uh, the beginning of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which starts October the 1st. I am a survivor of domestic violence. I was in a relationship for nine years. The marriage lasted 10 years due to court proceedings, but I actually physically left the home in two thousand and four, the marriage was solidified. the divorce was solidified in um two thousand and six. Um, and that's just um like I say, due to um, the court procedures. um during during the course of my marriage, I was abused from, I will say, three to four months into the marriage. I got married. July 29th, the abuse started in October. Um as time went on, things got increasingly worse. Year nine, it was life or death. I just praise God and I thank God for allowing me and my children to make it out of that home safely without too many of an too much of an incident. I know that lately in the news, we've been hearing about domestic violence, um, Facebook, YouTube videos about women who did not make it out. We also hear about those that did make it out. My job as the CEO of Life Empowerment and Survival Ministries is to help increase the numbers of survivors. Um, We want to decrease the numbers of victims and increase the numbers of survivors. And the only way we do that is if you know of someone who is going through a domestic violence situation, that you give them as much support as possible and share this information with them. There are various numbers that they can call. There is a domestic violence hotline. Um, I will share with you. This is an international number. It's 877 863 338 that number again is 877 863 6338 you can also reach my number directly this is my personal cell phone and i know most people don't like giving out their personal number but my concern is your safety so if you need to call me so that I can get you some help, my phone number is 773-991-4295. That number again is 773-991-4295. My most important goal is to get you to safety or to get your loved ones to safety. We do provide emergency um, assistance, clothing, food, or a place, a night in a hotel, so that you, you and your children are safe. There are requirements to receiving the assistance. You must be serious about being safe. You must be serious about getting out of that situation. You cannot come and then leave, and then come and leave. I know that some people they may come they may call for help and then once the help arrives they go back into that house when i left my abusive marriage in order to receive the help that i received i had to agree never to go back if i went back they would arrest me and they would take my children away and i believe that that's the main reason why i'm still here today because i agreed to never to go back I agree never to call him again. I I agree never to accept a phone call from him again. I was tired of being abused. I was tired of my children being abused and watching me be abused. You have to be sick and tired of being hurt. You have to be sick and tired of the abuse. You have to do everything possible to stay safe. You cannot accept phone calls. You cannot Return phone calls. You cannot allow anyone to know where you are. If you communicate your lo- your location, you are putting yourself and your children in harm's way. A lot of people don't understand how when a woman when a woman leaves in a, si- a situation a domestic violence situation, how she end up pat uh, uh, murdered or killed by her abuser. And sometimes it's because they have to do. Uh, visitation and things like that. Now, once a visitation is ordered by the judge, there ought to be some procedures set up to keep that person safe when there has to be a drop-off and pickup. And I don't think that it has been perfected yet. That's where I step in. I'm going to be working on trying to help the court system fix that loophole. We have to find a way to keep these women safe from harm's way if there's a a visitation order in place. Fortunately for me, my abuser lost his cool in court. And my children had an attorney of their own they had a guardian guardianship attorney where they told him things today I still don't know that my ex-husband did so my ex-husband's paternal rights were revoked he could not contact us by any means now you have some situations where the father has not harmed the children but he's still harming the mother so She has not proved beyond a reasonable doubt that he is a danger to those children. So the court forces her to do the visitation. I believe that in those situations, there should be a police escort to and from to keep that child safe, keep that mother safe. Um, I will be designing, I will be writing some proposals and going Um, to the courts to find out what is it that we can do to get these things in place, these measures in place. In the meantime, keep your, your location safe. Keep your whereabouts safe. Keep your phone calls and conversations to a minimum. You don't have to tell everybody where you are. Sometimes you have to cut off some friends. Sometimes you have to cut off some family members in order to save your life. You may not be afraid of your abuser, but your family members may be afraid of your abuser. Your friends may be afraid of your abuser. So you have to do what you have to do in order to stay safe. In the residence that I live in now, I live in a uh, an apartment building. And it is a HUD-owned building, a HUD-supported building. HUD is the Department of Housing and Urban Development. So my building is HUD um, supported. Therefore, there is a zero tolerance for domestic violence in our building. A couple of nights ago, there was a domestic violence incident in my building. And because I am a domestic violence advocate, support advocate for women, I call the police police to help this young lady who was being abused outside my bedroom window. The police came and assisted her. She refused to file charges. She refused to press charges against her abuser. She refused to have him arrested. Immediately after, when everything had calmed down, he began threatening her and hollering and screaming and cursing, threatening to kill her and take her life. Now, the police didn't want to arrest him at that point because she refused to arrest him in the beginning. They basically told her that she should have did it when she had the chance. Now it's too late and threatened to arrest her if she didn't go inside the house. Now, he can come back after the police leave to harm her or anybody else in the building. At that point, I didn't feel safe and I still don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable leaving outside of my apartment because I'm the one who called the police. I don't know if he saw my face. I don't know if he knows who I am or any of that. So at that point, I felt like the police had failed me and her family. I pray to God that she is not harmed in any way, but that's just something that I experienced just recently. That being said, when someone reaches out to help you, you have to accept the help. When somebody tries to assist you, you cannot go back on your word. If you need help, accept your help. If the police come to assist you, do not send them away. Allow the police to do their jobs. You have to be serious about your own safety. People will not take you seriously. It's like the boy who cried wolf. No one wants to... to beat up on you or put you down or make you feel stupid or dumb or any of that. That is not something that is a good or healthy thing for anyone to do to you. And if they are doing that, you do not have to receive that into your system. But I am going to be firm about that. You have to receive the help. You have to accept the help. If you continue to go back into that situation, you never know when it is your last breath. So please, if you want to be safe, if you want help, be serious about it. Do not allow this man or woman, whoever the abuser is, to coerce you to come back. Abuse never, ever, ever, ever gets better until you leave it. Abuse never stops until you walk away. I have been safe for the past 16 years. And I'm not going to lie, he still contacts, tries to contact me. He still is on my Facebook page and my Instagram page lurking, trying to find out what information he can find. But it's just to harass me, just to make me feel uncomfortable and to make me feel unsafe. He cannot harm me. He will not harm me. He's more afraid of the police than he is of me. Right now, he's battling his own health issues, mentally and physically. But just to let you know, 16 years later, he's still trying. And if he had an opportunity to harm me, he probably would try it. So that just goes to show you that an abuse of man or woman probably will never change. So you're going back, trying to Maybe cook dinner for him, maybe be nicer to him, maybe give him what he asked for sexually or whatever the case may be. There's nothing you can do to make them stop. There's nothing you can do to make them change. It is in their system. They have to want to change. And don't you go back trying to see if he changed because it's not your job to make sure he changed. It's your job to keep yourself and your children safe. God did not put you in a situation. For somebody to be beating you upside your head. Now I don't know you. But I love you. And I care for you. And I pray to God that you are safe. And that God will help you. Get to freedom. God will help you get where you need to get. Be where you need to be. Both spiritually. And physically. I pray that God will bless you financially. I pray that he will bless you with courage and strength to continue to fight to be safe. Understand, a lot of women think that as long as they fight back, that it's okay. It's not okay. I was in a relationship for nine years fighting back. I shouldn't have had to fi- fight any man physically, especially my husband. I shouldn't have had to get into a physical altercation with my husband at no time. There should never have been me fighting him for my safety or for my children's safety. He is supposed to be the provider and the protector. He failed us. Do not continue a relationship with a person who thinks it's okay to hit you. I will say a short prayer and then I will end this podcast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord God, that every woman, man, person listening to this this podcast, I pray that you will put your arms around them, that you will put your security around them, that you will cover them in in the blood of Jesus. Father God, I ask you right now to keep your shoulder protection around them at all times. Help them, Lord God, to make the right decisions, oh God. Help them to make the right steps, oh God. I ask you to direct their path to safety in Jesus' name. I ask you to bless them, oh God, with the finances that they need to stay in a better place, Lord God. I ask you to provide a safe home over their head. I ask you, Lord God, to give them the things they stand in need of, transportation, jobs, whatever it is, education, whatever it is that they need to become self-sufficient. I ask you to bless our organization, Life Empowerment and Survival Ministries and Life Empowerment Zone. To be able to provide and assist those who cannot help themselves. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you this and many more blessings in the name of I am that I am God, Jesus, and the most precious Holy Spirit. Your humble servant praising in your name. Amen. You guys be blessed. Be well. And like I said, do not hesitate to reach out to us. Life Empowerment and Survival Ministries, Inc. Life Empowerment Zone at gmail.com. Tanya survives at gmail.com. 773-991-4295. I hope I've given you all of the information needed. Be blessed.